Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? Fucking nerds. Fucking recording quacks. I'm a DM, not a fucking podcaster. Not a fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm a nerd, damn it. Not a fucking nerd. Nerd. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um. So yeah, you guys ready to? So, uh, the last time we got together, you guys, you guys blew up the arena and killed everybody in town, thanks to Rob slashing Orin. <laughs> In the back. We're supposed to kill him, dude. Yep. Killing him, setting off the... Uh, Murdering the man we promised not to kill. <laughs> it's, it's the crunkopolis. <laughs> I stand by, it was the only time you rolled really well in like a long time. <laughs> of course yep. that would be when it happened. And you set, you set off the trigger, Crunk. To 87 out of 60 damage. Yep. Uh, t- absolute murdering Orin. And <laughs> you and setting Oops. off the spell prematurely. Blomp, blomp. You guys escaped after the city was turned into a whites, and uh, all the cold ones were revealed. You saved some of your friends, but not quite all of them. Some of, And some of the, you know, strangers and other we people. We saved all of our friends, none of the strangers. Well, you didn't say Barakas' gang. That's fair. And you didn't say, like, some of the throwaway NPCs, which I kind of, like, offhandedly name, like the elf um, arena team. They didn't make it out. They didn't have names. Well, they they did, but you guys aren't, you're never going to find them out now. <laughs> Oops. Right. Yeah, they were a bunch yeah. of dicks, though. Fuck those dudes. We don't have time for that. But they were a fucking tough arena team. Yeah, oh, we saved Saladin. That's we were a tougher arena team. That's true. So you guys escaped the the, fl- the dragons and flew back to the ship, and you guys land on the ship, and you started heading heading towards the the spider village, Farhaven. As you're flying home, you can see some people trying to flee the city, and they're getting run down by monsters. You can see other people from other areas getting the news, and towns are active and around as they as you fly over them. People look pretty distressed in general in the countryside. It's not hard for them to tell that this has happened, because the big explosion and now the two-mile radius slime growing. The slime dragons flying around the city right. in the distance. And the, yeah. and the, and the giant <laughs> temple uh, floating in the sky. Yeah, they've figured it out yeah. at this point. They've uh, deduced something's going that on. Something is happening. Right. <laughs> Not to mention it's you know it's all cloudy. The sky's clouded over and it's raining like raining rocks that are on fire. <laughs> so everything's pretty gloomy and fire rocks. Right. Right. As the ship heads down, Pepe groans about making repairs to the ship as it lands in the former spot that it once occupied. As you guys hit the ground, you notice that the town is surprisingly active. Make perception checks. 29. Nat 1. (sighs) 17. Nat 19. (laughs) Crunk almost falls off the ship when it lands. Um, Naturally. (laughs) Aelin, you, you notice some of the houses that... You remember being unoccupied because they, you know, were used to how house the spider people who are either gone or dead are actually once again occupied. Claudio, you're <laughs> able to get a bit better of a, of a view of some of these people, and you notice that they have some of them are wearing tabards and you know other regalia of amber mill, some of Ginny's goons, as well as all the people we saved. Yes, and they and as you guys hit the ground, they did you all disembark. Um, and Eric, you notice that the Black Fly Pub is pretty well lit, and there's a, n- a number of people in this town already, including the goblins, which there are, and, and Merce, who have, who you can see are occupying one of the closer houses, and it looks like there's like 50 goblins who are all living <laughs> in this one house. Yes. Um, they have spent, they have, they have, their numbers have almost tripled. It must have been smelly. They're small, and apparently they read like rabbits. Right. Some of them sleep in literal bags hung from the ceiling. <laughs> well, so how long ago was it that we ran into them? Like a couple months. Wow, breathing like rabbits. <laughs> I mean, they're goblins. Reach full maturity in three weeks. Yes. <laughs> you got a lifespan of what, like a year and a half? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why the night goblin armies are so big. <laughs> Just enough time for training. 
Right? <laughs> By training, you means putting a spear and a piece and a two by four with a handle on it in their hands. Go jab that guy in the eye yeah. with a stick. <laughs> uh, go for the groin. <laughs> so, and when, when the Baron notices you guys looking at uh, some of these houses, and especially the goblins who are already here, he comes over and he's like, I called in a few of the favors before I came to get you. I was hoping that I could get we could get back and into the temple, but the plan my plans changed when I started having nightmares and we realized that they were coming for Orin. There's enough people here to stage a small attack, but that won't do if we're going to assault the city. You guys better get some rest. I'll take care of the little details. Take one of the closer houses. So yeah, you guys I'm assuming you guys just go over you you're probably pretty exhausted, um, seeing how you fought an entire arena battle and then a bunch of fucking slime dragons. Yeah, I'm about to sleep for like 14, 15 hours. <laughs> so yeah, you guys, you guys go take a nap. <laughs> the longest of rest. <laughs> you guys go take the long nap. You get an extremely well rested bonus. And you die in your sleep. Oh, and I make some tea. <laughs> Drink oh, yeah. all the tea. You guys wake up, make some tea. Drinking tea. Eat some, eat some hard tack. <sighs> Classic. Gonna make that joke one last time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get gruel from the from the pub. Yeah. Well. Okay, so yeah. So the um, both both the the. <laughs> I'm dipping my heart tack in the gruel. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. The, the the main Delicious. bar, Captain Haven's Good Fortune, has been refurbished into the airship and is and as you guys wake up, you probably go over there looking for a quick meal or whatever. And it's, this whole room has been turned. Yeah, this whole ship has been turned into a war room. And the Baron's got like a, a map of the of the free city and different uh, attack points. And he's you know talking to Ginny and other members of a little council that he's got growing, uh, you know, yeah. developing like an attack plan and strategy for how to take care of this flying temple. As you guys walk in, the Baron's explaining. Uh, he's explaining Ginny and maybe a few other people. You know, he's like, "There's probably going to be quite a few refugees coming in." I sent word to the other Barons and nobles about fight. And Ginny's like, you you told them about Farhaven? Yes, I did. He gives him a he gives a little like devilish wink at the same time. All of them will be sending small contingents of troops to try to claim this town. And they didn't even know that the city was being attacked, so hopefully we'll have some more reinforcements. Maybe we could send a group out to try to get some more refugees. And he looks right at you guys. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> yes, quest giver. <laughs> but and he, but uh but we will also almost certainly need to assemble and rally the people in town. Try to make sure we have everything set up in in here if you wanted to try to talk to some, some of the survivors already around. I think that it will also be very advantageous of us to get the help of the Lizardmen. They're, they're pretty... Uh, they got elementals on their side. <laughs> yes, but they're pretty sour with us since the were-rad catastrophe. I know Lekar likes us. We have some allies amongst them, so maybe we can try to convince them to help <clears throat> I mean, we are going to try to destroy our home, so. <laughs> he, uh, and at this point, like, Ginny starts talking about, like, different strategies of, like, place, ways to attack the city angles and trying to disrupt their forces, maybe pull them out while they, you know, send a group in to attack inside the heart of the city. Got any high-level clerics hanging um, out in the city? Ginny's like, we might get some more help as far as, like, spellcasters from the city, but we have no idea who's going to show up. You guys could try to go out and try to rescue some people. I think that might be a good idea. But as far as the nobility and the clerics, the high priests, we think that they're all in on it. Most of them either transformed during the the arena crisis or died from the whites. We don't know. We're already on top of sending messages out to every all of the survivors around. If you get any leads for quests or things that you guys want to do around town, feel free to go and do it. We have most of this situation under control. We need some death ward. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I got plenty of items and ideas. And he, like, opens up a big bag that's labeled M and just dumps a fucking sack of scrolls and potions <laughs> and wands. And because he and because he just had, a, like, a ton of this shit just laying around from his past adventures and shit. Bag of holding full of magic items. Right. <laughs> full of a ton of minor magic items. Santa's fucking right. and you see, sack. And, and you see him handing out Goodies. items to, like, Glenn's former gang. And plus one bows to Ginny's archers. And, you know, the yep. goblins are all getting, like, you know, master oh, oh, clubs. Oh. You know, and they're Yo, all... Anybody got coal? Ho, ho, ho. Yikes. Santa. Santa Baron. <laughs> He's got oh. this funny hat on. 
That's Pepe. And and you guys you guys see Pepe like moving around the airship while this all is going on, and he's trying to fix up you know different pieces of it, and he's scrapping the cart that you guys took down the mountain and replacing panels and bits of machinery that got blasted off during your attack. True architecture work. Yep. So after you know after a few minutes, the the Baron the Baron comes aside and he's like you know he pulls you guys aside and he like pours himself a cup of coffee and he you know maybe a little bit of your tea. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he gets himself some plus some bonus initiative tea. Who knows? <laughs> but he uh, he comes over to you guys and he's like, "I'm really not sure if we can do this at all." I um I know we got this, Baron. Maybe you head head back over to the Black Fly Pub with him, and he sits down, and has a quick meal with you guys, because he he looks pretty fucking exhausted at this point. He looks like he hasn't slept in days. Poor guy. Um, it's been hard since I last saw you. The nightmares keep me up from having good sleep, but. I'm remembering more and more of their plans. We've got to get Leon out of there. Remembering their plans? Yes. Something about something about what happened to me in there has given me a strange connection to them. I know what they're... I knew what they were thinking. We have to get Leon out of there. His, if, soul, his soul hasn't been eaten like everybody else? No, he he took my place. I, I think I was some sort of focusing device. I'm not sure how, how it works, but... Somehow they were using me as an intermediary between their world and ours. You're not even a real wizard. <laughs> Fake wizard. Magic. Fake. <laughs> I mean, Leon's not a wizard either. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Maybe they need a muggle. Right. They need levels of noble. <laughs> or, or maybe it just has to do with something about not being an evil noble. Mmm. Yeah, there's like pretty... Leon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we don't do something, the blight that surrounds the city will continue to grow until it eats everything. I don't want to find out what happens when it does. I've already started the process of raising a small army, but we'll need every man, woman, and child who can hold a spear. The cold ones aren't going to care about who they're fighting, so I don't know if we should either. Uh, We're going to need more people. Refugees, the people here, and the lizardmen. If you want to help, go out and find some more. Otherwise, prepare yourselves for the coming battle and let me know when you want to talk to the lizardmen. I'll take you there. I've already sent sent a messenger... So, we just have to travel to their council and make our case. Is there anything you want to do before then? Head to Fuzzies. Yeah, I want to go get that that sweet, sweet... Head to Fuzzies. I hear there's a hobbit around here. Hobbit. Um, <laughs> Halfling. The, 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 the albino? Well, he's a strange little one, but you know, I don't know if you are going to be able to get two Fuzzies. They'll have to get back into the city somehow. And... The only way to do that at this point would be either to fly in or teleport. And I only have two scrolls left. I don't know if we should waste them on just going back in for some items. But you Yo, know. suppose you're going to have teleport scrolls? Just raid the whole shop. He's dead. If we manage to get into his shop and get all of those... Get, get his accessories... We'll probably each get a cloak of teleport. <laughs> I mean, you might be successful if you can find your way there. So, uh, I'll leave it up to your investigations. I have... Plenty on my plate already with organizing this assault. Millions of gold and artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> Just go I, loot this dude's shop. I mean, after all of this, we'll all be Brutal. filthy rich, so... <laughs> and all the other nobles are dead, so... Who do you think's gonna be running the show? Yeah. <laughs> the wicked wink. Yeah. <laughs> he gives you a double blink. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm winking. So you guys finish eating breakfast with the Baron, and um, you know he looks a little bit haggard, but he's still on his feet. And the co- the uh, tea, the tea that you guys give him, gives him a little bit more pep in his step, and he begins organizing the troops, in- including and not limited to training and reorganizing them like the goblins, who are just like crappy militia, you know. But there's gotta give them the ten hut, right? But there's like <laughs> fifty plus of them. As the day goes on, more and more people begin funneling into the spider village and coming through the tunnels. Some reports come in that the that the blight has reached the edge of the forest, but it, for some reason, won't go any farther into it. Like, somehow, the forest itself is repelling it. Magic forest. Magic spider forest. Oh, Spiders and magic. I forgot her name. Arya. Arya. Got Arya doing the spider dance on the middle of the forest. Well, she's she's not there. <laughs> she's She left with the rest of the spider kids. They all left. There's only maybe... Do you know where they went? You guys don't. Leon does. Okay. Um, great. <laughs> That's helpful. Right. Um, but there, there's still a half dozen, dozen spider people in the town 
plus the you know ten or fifteen spider you know villagers of Farhaven. But this is a town that's meant to house like a hundred people, you know. So you have this huge clearing that's ready to stage an army with homes and food and supplies and protection ready to go. The place to be. Right. All right. It's almost like I set it up like set that. Set it up like this earlier in the game. <laughs> um, go figure so yeah you guys have an opportunity so at this point you guys have an opportunity to kind of like walk around town if you want to talk to some of the survivors um, run into some people you guys can also go and talk to the Baron and go you know do the last thing which is going and trying to convince the Lizard Council to help you and then we'll go into the final battle but there's a couple other things that you guys can do including talking to survivors so, so, so and, going with the Baron is initiate final sequence right no more getting ultimate weapons. Right. All right. Ignore the Baron. Can't talk to him for at least three more sessions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to spend eight sessions grinding. Right. But here's, here's, here's an this is an important detail. If you guys don't do anything and just sit here, the blight keeps growing. Okay. And I have, like, I'm not, you know, not to metagame on you, but I have an active counter for how much other shit you do, because this, it gets worse and worse for you. Fuck you guys, you can't play Final Fantasy X. Alright, I cast haste <laughs> on myself and do every quest. So basically, it gets worse the well, longer we wait. I'm trying to wait. get that, right. that weapon. If you try to do more side quests, and like, that's the thing, like, now you guys can pretty much do all the side quests forever and ever and ever if you want to, but... Things are going to go bad, and eventually, if you wait too long, the spider force is just going to get blown up. Yeah. <laughs> Kaboom! Right. All right, well, I want those fucking weapons. Yeah. Let's go Let's go talk to you albino. Okay. okay. So you guys walk through the forest, and, you know, a couple of the a couple of the people from the spider village, you know, wave to you, maybe West End, maybe, you know, you guys see Ginny shooting some, training some of the goblins to be archers, and they're doing a terrible job. Um, but hey. she's trying really bad. You guys start asking around for the location of the albino halfling. You know, you, you yeah. mentioned that you're looking for him, and it doesn't take long for him to find you. He comes up to you guys. Hey, fellas, I'm guessing that you're uh, here for to try to check out old Fuzzy's shop. Greatest magic emporium. Well, I guess it was the greatest magic emporium in the whole wide world. Yeah, we're going to go get some weapons so we can save Fuzzy's soul. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> I think that's why he gave me... The, the keys, and he said, mentioned something about y'all, so I can only assume that, you know, I'm supposed to help you. And it was his dying, you know, I guess his not dying wish. His undead wish. His undying wish. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned your names and then punted me into the arena, so I can only assume that these keys are meant for y'all. It, it's... <laughs> punted me into the arena. Casually. <laughs> referring to himself being punted. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, the uh, F Fuzzy had this special pair of keys that, you know, only he ever had, but I, I know generally how to use them. I'm not 100% on it. Ooh, um, sounds like a puzzle. But they do, they they should take us, if we if we use them right, They sh I, uh, if we can activate them, they should take us right into fuzz the back room of Fuzzy's, uh, Fuzzy's shop. Oh, like from here? Yeah, from wherever. Oh. Yeah, okay. Let's quit the security system. Well, and we bought us we uh, we bought some space in, in transdimensional storage, so it makes it really easy when you go traveling. Take your shop anywhere. Um, and he he takes out this pair of keys, and it looks like a set of car keys, and it's got a little <laughs> dial on it. And he turns the dial and puts puts the code in, and it looks like an old rotary phone mm -hmm. on it. Puts in the numbers, uh, and it fails. He's like, hold on, hold on. Puts in the numbers, fails. Hold on. He puts in the numbers. Oh, and the keys start to glow, and out shoot of them a small jet of light, which opens up a miniature portal of darkness, and you can't see anything beyond it, because it's just like envelop this enveloping dark Twilight Zone-esque portal door. Okay. Sounds like Twilight Princess. The albino's like, all right. Here we go. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hop through this portal. See what's going on. The, Get our loot on. The the halfling will jump through probably first. Show yep. you that it's safe. I think that's probably important, huh? Otherwise, you guys are like. Yeah, no. That sounds pretty spooky. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a bad plan. Jumping through a black ominous portal into mm -hmm. a space that you don't know what's beyond it. Opened <laughs> up by a halfling 
albino who used to work for a rabbit. Get everything in this shop. We're taking everything. Taking it all. Um, Hundred million gold. You jump through. Or guys I jump, jump through. through. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe. Your host, your DM, and your crazy friend who won't stop talking about conspiracy theories. What about Tower 7, though? Real quick, sponsor for this week. This this episode was brought to you by glasses that hold your classes. Do you lose your classes? Are you always dropping them? Are they sliding off of tables and onto the floor? Now we have glasses that hold your glasses. We also sell glasses that hold your glasses. In case you want to mix it up. In the RL, real quick thank you for allowing us to use your music, Future James. Thank you, Future James. If you guys are out here looking for more great adventures, check out Guardians of the Gygaxy. They're on iTunes, and I'll post a link to them. I think that they're based out of Australia. I'm not sure, but they have some crazy awesome accents, and these guys are super funny. Please feel free to check them out. I'll give you a link. I just wanted to use this time real quick to thank you guys for listening to the show and to ask you to please tell your friends, please share something about us, please leave us a review, or not, you know, then you're busy, you're probably, you have a full schedule, you know, probably don't have time to fucking hit like or share, so, you know, I can't really hold you to it, but if you do like, and if you do share, please let us know, so that we can, you know, shoot you a little thank you. Or maybe give you a little shout out of the show. Thanks again for listening. This is It's Never Caught in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host, Gabriel. Thanks again. So you guys go through this portal. You appear in Fuzzy's shop behind the counter. You begin looking around for sweet things to loot, and there's nothing in the shop. You things have been ransacked, stolen off of the shelves. Everything seems like it's just gone. Okay. Even the the dragon skeleton that was hanging from the ceiling is gone. Gone. Everything has been picked. Clean. Nicholas Cage butt. You, you find country. make a make some search checks. Roll disbelieve. Um, <laughs> is search separate from perception? Twenty two. Perception. Yeah. Is that him? Right, search is 22. a specific thing. Yeah, search. Oh, wait. It's a perception, perception check. Make perception checks. Sorry. Okay. You're, you're, you, They're you, the same anyways. Yes. So search perception around this room. 24. Uh, 22. Nine down then. Nine. Okay. Or 19. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, Eric. I a 10. <laughs> Eric, you find four copper. <laughs> Rob, you find one copper. Suzanne, you find three copper. <laughs> Woo! Stuck into a floorboard that like got missed somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, the the albino halfling um, is like mouth agape, kind of kind of freaked out a little bit. Uh, he's like kind of shakes his head, um, and he goes into the back room. You follow? Yep. Yeah. Okay. With your perception checks, you guys hear some noise coming from outside of the shop. Okay. Some groans and some moans. And some white noise. You're not 100% sure that it's a bunch of whites, but it might be a bunch of whites. Um, <clears throat> I'll look for the khakis. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be fair, Terrible. I think the khakis are very comfortable. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I got some ones from Old Navy, though. They're like pajama pants. I need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you guys go into this back room, and it is similarly empty. The um, the mechanical device that was holding the power armor and all of the other high level magic items that once were housed here are all gone or emptied. How'd they even open them? The only thing that is not taken or has not been removed from this shop is the case in the back very back of the room with three items turning slowly on pedestals um (laughs) go figure (laughs) and in front of in front of the case you guys see what looks like a 
skeleton that has been severely burned and incinerated. <laughs> um, almost guy. like somebody tried to open up this case and triggered, triggered the trap and died. Um, <laughs> Wait, the skeleton's still standing there? Yes, just like frozen. <laughs> frozen, burned, and petrified. Yeah. <laughs> like, like all the skeletons in Shrek, you know, when he goes in the castle and it's like... <laughs> um, striking a pose with your with your perception checks that you guys already made you guys look around and you can see a small scrap of fabric on like one of the corners that looks like it got ripped off as somebody like got out of here in a hurry it's a piece of a red robe that fucking dirt bag hmm which dirt bag Calic. <laughs> oh yeah he is a fucking dirt bag I should have killed him when I had the chance Fuckwad. Use some scrolls. <laughs> and then he got into the shop and just healed himself with the scrolls here. I didn't take enough <laughs> levels from him. Oh. Should have killed him too. Two more. Two should've, more levels. Should have taken him all, taken away all of his levels. <laughs> so the halfling goes over to the case, puts the key in, opens it up, and waves an arm for you guys to go and take your items out. What's your name? <laughs> I'm just referring to you to Albino. What's your name? <laughs> Al. <laughs> nice to meet you, Al. Thanks for the help. Um, Alright, so now we're going to get no, a sweet my, loot. My name's Tom. Mato. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> Terrible. It's a bad joke, Dad. Brock here. Coley. Yeah. <laughs> Walk away now. <laughs> Just start cutting, cutting him in I'll head. be in the car. <laughs> Mr. Potato. Yeah. Shut up. Head. Stop! I can't. Hi, my name is Spa Spaghetti. <laughs> my name is Rick. Rick Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, you guys go and uh, there's three items in this case. There's a crystal. There's a rod, a metal rod, that has a handle, and there's a book with a big silver raven icon on it. Hey, that looks like it's for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, do you guys go and grab your stuff? I go grab the stone. Yo, I'm gonna snatch this Glock up real quick. Okay, so real quick, how do how do these you guys? Do I remember this book? <laughs> um, it seems very familiar, for sure. Yo, do I need separate bullets for this thing? Wait, okay. you had your memories unlocked. Right, so I should remember the book, right? Right, and you probably would remember how it works. So, Ooh. here we go, here we go. <laughs> um, Suzanne, yours is probably the simplest, followed by Eric's, um, with Rob's being the most complicated. We'll start with Aelin, we'll go to Claudio, and then we'll go to Crunk. I'm just going to put it here and cross it. Okay. It's pretty simple. Okay. This, is the, this book is the Compendium Arcanum. The way that the Compendium Arcanum works is it has every spell in it. Almost every spell. Each spell can be used once. If it's already been used and you try to cast it again, it fails. You don't know which spells have already been used and which ones have not. Keep a list. I also have a list. If it's already been cast, the spell fails, nothing happens, your turn is wasted. That's it. Cool beans. I got lots of spells. Yep. One time <laughs> each, though. Um, okay. And if you, But if you start abusing this... Start abusing no, this power by this. being like, oh, I don't know if I want to cast this. Maybe I want to cast this. Or if you take too long, yeah. uh, I'm just going to make you flip to a random page and choose one at random as you panic. What? Spells? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but, so don't... Start a list pretty too. much you can use whatever whatever spell once. Eric. Yes? This is the Holy Avenger Stone. The stone will turn any weapon it is placed into, into a Holy Avenger. Uh, which means that you get a whole bunch of stuff for this, for now owning a Holy Avenger. First things first, this it, this weapon is normally a plus two cold iron longsword. But in the hands of a paladin, it becomes a plus five cold iron longsword that also deals a d6 of holy damage to anyone who's not a paladin who touches it. That includes your allies. And it does an extra d6 of holy damage when striking undead or evil outsiders. Okay. So 1d6 normally, plus another d6 if it's an evil outsider. And that's, that stacks with your cloak. Oh, so just 
touching them with an attack. Yes. Okay. All right. Does a d6. It's it's like a burst effect. You also Damn. gain spell resistance five plus your paladin levels. Make sure that I use that because I'm not going to remember. So you have uh, to, you you're in charge of making me roll against your spell resistance. Thirteen. And once per day, as a standard action, you can cast greater as a spell using crystal. Yeah. As a standard action, so a full action. Go ahead, try to debuff me. Right. <laughs> okay, Crunk. Yours is probably the most complicated, but maybe the coolest. Who knows? This thing functions much like a hand crossbow. It fires magic bullets, JFK style. Yes. <laughs> it's got six shots that can be fired one at a time, or you can fan the trigger to shoot the remaining bullets. Each bullet left in the gun when you fan the trigger decreases the attack roll for the remaining bullets, by two. So, for example, if you fan the trigger with all six shots, you take a minus zero on the first one, a minus two on the second one, a minus four on the third one, a minus six on the four fourth one, a minus eight on the fifth one, and a minus ten on the sixth one, respectively. <clears throat> when you're fanning the trigger, Rob, you have to make a different attack. But your sneak attack only counts one time. So you can't like get 36 d6 of sneak attack damage if you yep. hit with all six bullets. That's not how it works. <laughs> I incinerate that. Right. It counts as one attack, even though you're making six attacks. It's one attack action. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The gun does 1d10 in damage, and it's a plus one gun. So you're going to get a plus one on damage and attack rolls. To reload, you can either use a full, act, full turn to reload all six shots, or you can use a half action and reload like three. to reload three, and that means that you could still move. You could shoot, th- you know, you could fan the trigger and shoot three times, or you could shoot once, reload, you know, reload and shoot once, um, or you could, you know, reload and hide, reload and turn on your sneak, whatever. Um, do I need to carry bullets with me? No, it has a magic battery battery in the. Slot which you hold down to refill the okay. the things. You have to like press it a bunch of times to like pump up the bullets to make them at full full juice. Mm-hmm. This gun, however, does have different typings for the bullets. So you're gonna if you don't say anything about the type, it's just gonna be regular physical damage. But you can change the typing by spinning a dial on the on the revolver mechanism to change it to either lightning, fire, ice, acid. Necrotic or holy damage. <laughs> That's wild. Rob, the al- also, the last thing that you can do with this with this device, Rob, is instead of um, instead of firing bullets, you can send out a wave of wind with the gun by holding down the trigger, and this will cause no damage, but will blow back a person five feet for each bullet that's in the gun. Okay. So, map to a, to a total of thirty feet, um, so, and it's the equivalent of making a bull rush attempt against them. At your okay, strength. so it's so it's like so it's sort of like a shockwave. So it's not it's not an AOE. It's just one person. Right, and you fire it at them, and it blasts them back five feet, feet per per charge in the per gun. chambered round. Yes, it's wild. A ranged bull rush attempt. And so for damage types, I got I got lightning, fire, ice, acid, necrotic, and the holy. Yes. The big six. You probably need some time to change some shit on your sheets and do some stuff. So Suzanne's got to write down some big spells that she wants to use. So if I slap the stone in, I'm on it. <laughs> in the laughing mace, it becomes a plus five. But it doesn't change the weapon. It just has the Holy Avenger effect. Yes. It effectively becomes a Holy Avenger. All right. Sorry. Maintaining my feats. <laughs> yes. What, would your feats change? Well, if it became a great sword or whatever I wouldn't get my weapon master now oh no 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 it, it, it changed it it stays with the weapon type that you're using so you don't have to like worry about weapon focus or anything like that yeah okay. yeah yeah you're good cool I wouldn't make a weapon I wouldn't give you an item that makes it so that all of your sh- ret- shit retroactively sucks now it's sort of though use a mace and a shield the whole time here's a sick bow <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you want me to stick to sorcerer and wizard spells? Because you just said all spells. All of them. Yeah, it's the compendium arcanum. You should probably stick with arcane, okay. arcane spells. Does that include bard? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get going. I'm just gonna start it up. Yeah. 
So you guys grab your new equipment out from the case, and you watch the albino halfling look pretty upset, and he goes over to a panel in the wall that looks kind of like a electrical box. He opens it up, and inside of it, there's a handle and a little button next to it. And he presses the button, and the whole building starts shaking. Ooh. And you watch as the ceiling retracts over and down and into the walls. And then the walls fold down and into the floor, revealing the whites and the cold ones outside. And then the floor retracts up and into the metal box. And the box retracts into the handle. And the halfling's standing there with a briefcase, which he promptly sits down on, grabs the handle in the middle, and rockets off into the sky. And you guys are left in a alleyway. <laughs> you take the key with them? Surrounded by whites and cold ones. Did you take the key with them? Yes. Roll for initiative. Here my dice right. 25 for initiative. I got a 13. Oh, I got a 15. So you guys are in like a alleyway. I want to say that it's like 30 by 30 across and it's maybe 60 feet long. And down e either end of this, there are a large group. There, on one end, there's a large group of whites. And on the other end, there's a large group of reptilianoid cold ones. And these, are, these cold ones are there's large snakes with the torsos of men, upper bodies of men, but the long legs of the long slithering tail of a snake. Kind of like young T, but different. Half-bloods. Right. What'd you guys get on your initiatives? 25, 15, 13. Right. And there's cold ones behind you, whites in front of you. And there's probably, I should probably assign some numbers to these guys. Mass fly in that book. 10 whites in the alley behind you, plus 6. And there are seven cold ones behind you, plus another seven behind them. How tall are the cold ones? Uh, they're large size, so about eight, okay, ten feet tall. Okay, so they're fucking big. Okay. All right, all right. I got a question. Yes. If I cast resist energy and pick negative, and ignore ten or more points of negative energy, if they if a white doesn't deal enough damage to get past the ten, does the negative level still happen? High or low, good for you. Hi. Yes, the negative level still happens, but you make a fortitude save for it, so. Oh, yeah, you make a fortitude save either way, right? Yes. Whites are scary because they make you make a lot of fortitude saves. So if you have a bad ford, they're really, really scary. No, oh, great. Yeah, plus ten. I'm bad with my will save. Okay, will whenever, save <clears throat> whenever you guys are ready, I'm ready. A four. Um, <laughs> the whites and the cold ones... Got a 10. So you're all going to go first, starting with Crunk. All right. Well, start this thing off with a bang. Do they take extra from hallway damage? Yes. They're okay. The cold ones are considered evil outsiders in my game. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they're from a different yeah. plane. They're from an alternate dimension, correct? Okay, well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot at the cold ones. And uh, as I open fire, I yell... Alright guys, it's time to crack open some cold ones! <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. Alright, so. Up with the bad jokes today, people! <laughs> Do we have a piece of scrap paper or something? I'm gonna have to start right I'm just gonna teleport down. myself out of here. <laughs> or a oh, yeah. yeah. Rob, oh, you can just shout out if you hit and it'll just mark down if it works or not. Okay, well, I got bonuses that I gotta add into. And, right. And I'm doing the fanning, so we gotta. One after another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do your thing. Just break down right, your individual so... bonuses. Alright, so the first shot, I get a 31. Okay, that's gonna hit. Second shot, I get a 28. It's gonna hit. Third shot, I get a 19. That's going to hit. Oh, excuse uh, me. 19 misses. They have a 20 armor class. All right. And the rest of the shots are going to miss. So you make three shots. Two shots. Two shots. Okay. <laughs> so well, plus point blank damage. damage. Which is an extra Correct. two. Oh, an extra, extra, right. an extra one per each. What? 12 and three? 
12 and 3. Yeah, 15. That's terrible. Very <laughs> unimpressive start. <laughs> Probably could have just done more than that with my with my swords. <laughs> well, I mean, you this is this is an item that has the potential to do a lot. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's got a pretty low floor though. Right. It it it, it is the it's best floor but also six potentially the worst. But like, Rob, this thing has the potential to like you could, you could true strike yourself and pretty much guarantee you're going to hit with all six. Well, it doesn't... It, true, true strike's only the first for the one. Right, but it's considered one attack. That's that's the thing about this. Each You roll one for each bullet, but it's considered one attack. That's why you only get your sneak attack one time. But in exchange for your sneak attack one time, your buff spell on it works. Like okay. true strike or whatever. Okay. So, like, it still works in conjunction with other buff spells. Okay. I think that that's important to know. True yeah. Strike and Invisibility Ring. <laughs> I mean, we could retcon it so I'd cast True Strike and Invisible myself and then redo it, but I mean... Well, I guess the real question is, do we want to fight these things? Because, like, I can teleport us out of here. <laughs> it's up to you, Rob. It'd be cool to get teleported out of here, because it's not like we're in a real bad situation. Yeah, I think it's funnier if my sick new weapon that I'm super pumped about is terrible and then you dip. <laughs> okay. And so... then I'm just pissed about it. I'm doing badly. <laughs> okay. I'll true strike next time. Yeah. All right. True strike next time, Rob. It'll It's Fuck. important. But you do shoot one of the cold ones and they do take a butt ton of damage and it looks like they're pretty fucked up, but one of them's not. One of them's fucked up, but not dead. Take bonus holy damage. Oh, yeah. Roll an extra d6. For each bullet that struck with holy damage. Woo! Five! Woo! <laughs> okay, still not enough. No. <laughs> not even close. After Krunk is Aelith. Do we want to get teleported out of here? Uh, I see this going real bad. Okay, then they, they are we close to each other right now, everybody? Uh, I'm yeah, assuming you, you we're guys, all staying in front of the case. Y'all yeah. need to hold my hand. No, I'm going to say, in, in my game, I'm going with teleports, like a little circular, like, okay. ten, ten foot by ten square or whatever, okay. that Perfect. only your allies are teleported in. Like, circular ten cool by ten beans. square. Yeah, it's essentially Jaina's teleport from Warcraft 3. Okay. Okay. <laughs> only your friends, only in an area around you. Cool beans. Yeah. So um, I will teleport us out of here then. Okay. Boop. Suzanne? <laughs> um, with the village, of what a Farhaven. Yeah. Are you, are you casting that with a spell you have? Um, or are you no, casting it out of the book? It's fifth level. Out yeah. of the book. Out of the book? Out of the book. Okay, it fails. Eric, it's your turn. Oh. Bitch! Oh. <clears throat> Dimension door! Dimension door! <laughs> Alright. So I should mark that down. Um, I don't really have a ranged attack. I don't know. I really want to just run headlong into things. <laughs> Uh, you can prepare to make a count, like a, a, like you can go into Overwatch or whatever, where they, not like the game, but like in other games where you like get ready to make an attack, ready in action, ready to strike when they move into your, into, into space with you. Alright, I'm going to... Sorry, Suzanne. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm going to drink a potion of bull strength and get into a defensive position. Okay. Drink a bull strength potion with your movement action and you ready an attack... With, or you go into it. Do you want more defense, or you want to get ready to make a strike? I'll get ready for a strike. Okay. And it's the cold one in white's turn. Okay, so these guys move in from either fucking direction at you. Uh, I'm assuming that like, were you shooting? Oh no. Which which way are you facing, Claudio? I'm gonna facing the face whites. the whites. Okay, so you're facing the whites. Crunk's facing the cold ones. And Aelin's in between you. I'm assuming I can hand out enough damage, no problem, to get a cleave. Okay, so these whites are going to come in and swarm over you. There's a lot of them. I'm going to roll a dice to see how many are going to get to strike at you this round, Eric. Three of them are. And Kronk, I'm going to roll a dice to see how many are going to strike at you as they come charging down this corridor at you. Two of them are. AC 25. The answer to this question might be no, but would you would you allow reloading one bullet to be a free action? Mm, on a high or low good for you, whenever you try to do it. Okay. It sounds fair. Okay. It's like, do I have enough, like, just a second to, like, pump the fucking thing real good? Yeah. You know, high or low at, okay. when, when, when we get to there. Okay, cool. Um, you definitely pump it while moving. I mean, yeah. yeah, so that's that's one of the things. You can reload three and move, but if he just wants one so he can move and shoot yeah. out at the same time, or if he wants to get one bullet back and put on his ring and move or whatever, he yeah. can do that on a higher low. Okay. 
It's just like, he can't get a one bullet back every time, whenever he wants. That's ridiculous. But you might be able to sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. You're okay. cool with it. Okay, so the, the whites swarm in on y'all. Eric. AC 25. Uh, one white's going to hit you. Two of them are going to miss you. You're going to take a D4 plus one. Take three points of damage, Eric, and make a fortitude save. As you feel the negative energy in this beast. That's why. Okay, its hand melts off. Um, <laughs> and it's going to take three points of damage as it hurts itself. <laughs> <laughs> you you block with your sword as it strikes you and it like burns a little bit. Ah! Um, oh yeah, did we heal up before this? Yeah, you guys should be at full. Okay. Yeah. You guys should all be at max. Right I'm now. sorry, you said I took three damage? Yes. Okay. Crunk, what's your armor? 21. Okay, the first one's going to hit you. Second one's going to miss you. Third one's going to miss you. I'm rolling bad today. These guys hit a lot harder, though. These are cold ones? Yes. You're going to take 16. Okay. And don't take a fortitude save or anything. Yeah, you're good. Now, they don't have a fortitude negative energy thing. That's the whites. The whites okay. do the whites do small amounts of damage, but they have a negative energy effect. These guys are just big, beefy meat chunkers, right? The and the, and you know that some of these cold ones are actually formed from the the remnants of the were rats, the ones that transformed and were controlled because of whatever. The consciousness of the cold ones on the other side took over the bodies of the were rats. Yeah, <laughs> right, Ex exactly. So you guys take some damage, and there are now. So you have three whites on you, Eric. Remember that. Okay. And Rob, you had... Oh, I got ready for an attack also. Right, so swing on one of these guys. Maybe the one that burned himself. All right, does a uh, 23 hit? Yes. Er, oh, wait, that was just my bonus. Sorry. <laughs> yes, a 23 hits. <laughs> I didn't roll a one. All right. Um, sorry, that was just my bonus. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Find some Neo spells. You can cast Greater Thank Teleport you. next round. I'm sure that one will work. Um, yeah. Deal I, I believe you so much. 11, 26 on that white. Uh, 26 is enough, just enough to kill it. It crumbles into dust. Oh, plus it took damage from you already. All right, cleave. Okay. And deal 28. Another one dead. And fortunately, I have great cleave also. Jesus fucking Christ. I rolled a two. <laughs> What's your bonus? 23 with oh, bull strength. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and deal 30. Okay, so you, with one huge swing, you kill three whites. After <laughs> Black power! <laughs> uh, Get them real good. Right. Were there any more in range? I'm going to say no, because those were the only ones that struck at you, um, or attempted to, at least. And we're back to the top with Crunk. All right. There's a couple cold ones on you. There's more right behind them. Um, and you see another three come out from behind the, that group as well. Eric, you see another four whites. I'm ready for them. Are we in a shadowy spot? Relatively. I don't know. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go invisible, reload three bullets, and take a five-foot step in an advantageous direction. Okay, you're going to reload, move move out, and withdraw. Okay. And go invisible. Okay. Withdraw with your move action, put on the ring with your free action, and reload with your the rest of your action. Okay. Sounds like Taking a Taking a five-foot step is, is a free action, correct? I'm always trying to do everything. Right. Taking a five-foot step is, but... I mean, I'm just trying to, like, take a five-foot step in a yeah, direction. You're, you're trying to dodge out of the way and put your ring on and reload your gun all at the same yeah. time. That's a lot. Roll the dice. How are you looking for it? Hi. Okay, you're good. All right. One bullet. No, no. He, he's got three. He's oh, got three. three. Oh. oh, you're rolling yep. for three? No. Well, I this, took a half, a, he, half a turn to... Yeah. He did He did the thing without... He didn't shoot at all or do anything oh, weird. Oh, okay. I just put my ring on and reloaded. We're going to be nice to Krunk. Because he's got a stupid gun, and you got a Holy Avenger, and Suzanne got every spell in the game. You guys don't have to do extra shit. Except for teleport. Really. <laughs> Except for teleporting. All my shit takes, like, a bunch of prep time. <laughs> I'm not going to try greater teleport. It's not going to work. Oh, I bet you limited wishes in there. That's only a six-level spell. It is only a six-level spell. Speaking of which, 
Aelin, it's your turn. Can I shadow walk us out of here? I have no idea what that does. <laughs> so yes, he didn't know to take it out. <laughs> it says that I have to be somewhere shadowy, and any creature I touch are then transported along a coiling path of shadow stuff to the edge of the material plane. Does it really say shadow stuff? Yes, it does say shadow stuff. Geniuses here. <laughs> <laughs> Dark uh, professional. It's illusory. You can take more than one creature with you, but you have to be touching each other. But uh, touching each other's butts. And then you move along in the region of shadow, where you move faster than normal places. Uh, blah blah blah. Let me read it. Let me read the whole thing. I go pee. Yeah. Get some water. Regroup. <laughs> Shadow Walk. To use Shadow Walk spell, you must be in an area of shadowy illumination. You and any creature you touch are then transported along a colliding path of shadow stuff. Gee, it really does say that. It, it does. I, I didn't make it up. <laughs> Wild. Can't make that up. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. So, Suzanne, you try to contact the, use this book to, at, to access the Shadow Realm. And Yu-Gi-Oh appears. You, know, you just activated my trap card. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but just desserts. But Kaiba does show up. You take 500 life points for now, each monster on yeah, your side. Now you guys have to fight a fucking blue-eyes white dragon. Um, okay, how long does this take? One standard action. Okay, how about this? How about this? Suzanne, just you. Make a will save right now. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay, as you guys go through this void, you hear the voice of the of Rich White, the monster, and he's screams in anger and frustration. You, you can't, can't get away forever. forever. <laughs> and you guys teleport sh through the shadow realm as you grab onto er uh, Claudio and Crunk's ass and pull them through the the dark zone, the twilight zone, back <laughs> into the spider forest. Is it reminiscent of the key? Or um, the key portal. It's very shadowy. Yeah, I guess I There's a lot I of shadow so. stuff, as the book said. Yeah, Sh literal shadowy shadow stuff. stuff. One word. <laughs> ah, that makes me think of, uh, in the negative energy plane, there's random hunks of negative energy hanging around that if you touch them, it kills you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maximum negative energy. I, I kind of also like to think about like king the Kingdom Hearts portals. I don't know if you guys have ever those. <laughs> yeah. Or like the portals yeah. that they just yeah. open when they walk into them. Okay, um, and you guys appear back into the Spider Fort, or in, back in Farhaven. Takes you that far? Yeah, it takes you 50 miles an hour, wherever you want. Duration's like three hours or something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Nice. This is what we Take an gets airplane, <laughs> it might land, it might have to land 50 feet from where you want to go. Right. Um, as helicopter. As you don't like end in shadow stuff. Like the spot where like there's a, a solid item. Right. As long as, yeah, as long as I go into this clearing, I remember in the woods. Right. So you guys, yeah. So you guys. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> you guys are transported back through, back out of the city, escaping these cold ones and whites, to return to Farhaven with your ultimate weapons. Well done, Sam. Hey. That's pr that's not exactly what I was hoping that you do, but essentially, yeah. I like. That's great. That was great. If I failed another thing, I was going to rope trick us up into something until I figured out something to get away. <laughs> if you had done that, I would have been so fucking mad because I didn't even think about that again. That's so broken. God damn it. And we're level eight, so we wait for eight hours, get a full rest, and the white and cold ones have disappeared because I don't know where we are. Yeah. They're stupid and forgot. Oh my god. Because I knew I could cast that. Oh. Yeah, you just have that, so you don't even yeah, look for that. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs>